Pack, set, go. Traveling Podcast presents Travel Star Tuesdays. It's Pack, set, go. Lifestyle Brothers. You know what it is. Travel Star Tuesdays. And of course, I mean, you know, we say Travel Star Tuesdays because everybody on the show is a like-minded traveler. Some people have been to five countries. Some people have been over to 50. 50 plus. I'm sorry. 75 plus. I'm sorry. 80 plus. So some people are exquisite top tier travelers. And today, people, we happen to have one of our fellow peers in travel who are one of those people who have gone to not 60, not 70, but 80 plus countries. First of yeah, all, big man. round of a hand. Yeah, you got We have a button to press, but. Never mind. That's no, no. That's why I said big round of a hand. I didn't say a ball. Big round of a hand. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to hear you say. I didn't want to hear you say about the button that I didn't want to pay yeah. for. So you, so you were, you were eighty, an eighty clip, eighty-eight, eighty-eight, eighty-eight to be exact. Yeah, put some respect. Put some respect on this thing. Exactly. Yeah, man. Countries. Yeah. Well, before we get into it now. Let the people know where they can find you at. You have a social media platform. Are you on social media, Instagram, Twitter? Anything? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I don't really use Twitter, but I mostly use my Instagram, and I post all my pictures and videos there. Is at Single Travelers. That's S I N G L E T R A V E L E R Z. Single Travelers, one word. Nice. Okay. 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 So, so Single Travelers. I, I mean, it's an amazing journey i mean i got to bear witness to some of your phenomenal photos and i must say i was thoroughly entertained as well as impressed yeah appreciate I myself it man love to travel i don't like to travel i love to travel yeah, exactly so, something about it man just that it's like you just got to get up and go now now speaking about get up and go how long have you been traveling for to accumulate 80 plus countries have you been traveling for decades or did you just get it in a short period of time now, I've been, when I first started traveling, my father took me to Israel when I was 13 years old and went to Canada, like, you know, based stuff with the family. And then when I got in my 20s, my early 20s, you know, I had a crazy lifestyle, doing crazy stuff. And I just always loved to travel. I always like to visit other countries, visit other places. And then from there, I've just been traveling, traveling, going places and just get up and go. Because usually I'll be home. I'm like, you know what? I'd rather be somewhere else bored than be just home doing nothing. I could be traveling the world. And I traveled on a budget too. Mm. I'm sorry. When you say budget, what do you mean? You don't have like a, a black nah. Amex card or a black nah, Amex not card? at all. I use. I'm, I'm mostly going hostel. I go to hostels. I go to Airbnbs. I use Expedia a lot. I don't be doing all that high five star restaurants, five star hotels. None of that. I travel like a local. If you look at my pictures and my videos, you see like I'm traveling like a local. I try to fit in. I'm not really into just staying at a resort. I don't even do resorts. I don't even think I've been to any resorts. Wow. Yeah, the resorts cost too much. Why are you spending $500 for a hotel? We could take that and explore the whole country. You could go to different countries that could cover airfare. You could do so many different things instead of just spending. Or, for example, when I was in ah, when I was in Egypt, I stayed. I was spending $5 a night in a hostel in Egypt. And that's only $5 a night. In the States, that's nothing. Over there, $5 a night is a lot. And that could, $5 a night could take you a long way. $5. And, now, yeah, this and is think a about it. We've been telling a lot of people for a long time about you don't have to spend ten thousand dollars. 
You don't have to go pawn your your, your jewelry in or, or miss a month's rent payment. No, you can travel and travel far on a budget, people. Exactly. And think about it like, all right, one thing I love about going to other countries, I like the street foods, the street foods and local foods. Because think about it. If you're in like a third world country, like, for example, if you're in Nigeria, you could buy a, a dollar worth of American, American dollar worth of them food is a lot because their food is so cheap. You could buy a street food that could get you filled up and it's good, too. And it's authentic. Because you can see the animal getting killed right there. You see them cutting up the animal, blood and everything. It's not like you're going to a shop. It's like you're getting the local food, the street food that's real good and that gets you filled up. And one thing I could tell you about when I go to these countries, I don't trust the water. So I always buy in the water. Like if the water costs a lot, that's one thing I may spend money on, like a lot of money on, on water. Like I'll go to the dead stores or whatever. I never drink local water from the pipes or nothing like that. Even though the locals used to it and they'll drink from the pipes, like, you know, when I'll be on, when I meet a lady or something like that, they'll drink from the faucet. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm just going to be buying my water. Because I learned that when I was in Peru. I was drinking some local water in Peru. <laughs> Man, that thing knocked me out for like a few days. I was down. And you know, when you go to Machu Picchu in, um, in Peru, you climb the mountains and stuff like that. You got to be good. Yeah, how'd you, how'd you, how'd you get, yeah, because we went there too. I couldn't make up the mountain because the air was so low. Yeah, and yeah. it was so heavy. And the beat was hard for me. So I, I let Smalls try. I'm not saying Smalls made it to the top, but he made it halfway to the top. He yeah, the was because the air was so dense. Exactly. And I, yeah, I made it to the base of Rainbow Mountain, but ah, uh, yeah, I took the I took the horse up there. Too small. I took the <laughs> yeah, I couldn't take the horse. They say you're too big, so you gotta walk. Yeah, you'll break so the I horse made back it all the way up to the very base of Rainbow Mountain. But after that, the altitude was too high, and it was like here's an oxygen. The guy gave me an oxygen tank. Yeah, I yeah, said, yeah. I'm okay, my friend. I'm just gonna take it back down. My lungs couldn't take it. So yeah, I like Rainbow Mountain. You think about it. Those little short guys, their calves are so big. Those um, like the, the locals, their calves so big because they run it up and down the mountain. And then you either take the horse because I was trying to walk. I was like, nah, the, my air couldn't even breathe. So I took the horse, took the horse up there. But when I went in Machu Picchu, the mountain, not Rainbow Mountain, Machu Picchu, I went all the way to the top. But Rainbow yeah. Mountain, the Rainbow Mountain, yeah, man, that air is just all messed up. So I couldn't even breathe. But you eat the little, um, we call those the little... The cocaine. The cocaine. cocaine. Yeah, the co- the yeah, the little green um leaves and stuff. So that coca was kinda leaf. helping. Yeah, the coca leaves, yes. That's what his name. Yeah, yeah. cocaine. That cocaine brings you back, but it didn't do what the guy that, that sells it in the jungle. If you want it for the low. <laughs> yeah, man. Think what made you guys start doing traveling? Like when age you guys start traveling? For me? Um yeah. I started when I was like maybe I want to say officially traveling when I was like 21, 22. Mm-hmm. Like my first trip was like domestically was to LA. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. Hooked. After that, I was hooked. Of course. I'm like, I was just, I'm like, wow. I'm like a plane with free, free sodas and a free <laughs> sandwich. <laughs> like, yeah. really? I'll take like, advantage I'll be, of I'll that. Tomorrow. I was so excited to have free food on a plane, not realizing it's included. Now there's no food on the plane. There's yeah, no yeah, peanuts. yeah. Stop with the COVID. There's no canned soda. You get a sip of water. They they want the the straw back. They want the napkin back. They <laughs> and the headphones. The yeah. headphones back. It's like it's, it it didn't change. The whole world didn't change. Stuff that you took for for granted is gone. Yeah, I can tell you so about I that. I don't know. Right. Especially when you're doing um international flights. International flights always been 
you know, you used to having the headphones. Some of them, they only give it out in the morning, like now because of COVID situation. Because I was traveling all COVID. I didn't really care. I had my little mask on, my gloves on. But after a while, you know, I had COVID. I got COVID when I flew down to Atlanta. I flew down to Atlanta. Um, I got it when I went to a day party out there. And then I was down for about a good two weeks, like everybody else processed down for two weeks. And I was positive because I was trying to go to Egypt. That's my first international flight. I was going to, no, I went to Croatia. Croatia, they don't check, they don't check that. They don't check the, um, they don't care about the COVID test or anything like that. So I went to Croatia, came back, and then I went back to Egypt. Cause so like, man, it's too boring in the States. Everybody was home. Everything was shut down. And when I went to Egypt, it was amazing. But Egypt, the country's beautiful, but the people, they don't, you see us three black men? <laughs> nah, they're racist towards black men over there. I don't know if you guys have been to Egypt before, but yeah. Yeah. They they assume a lot of the black men are from other parts of Africa. That's facts. Because like, the, the thing is, some people from other, let's say you're not, let's say, for instance, you're from Nigeria, from Senegal, they don't want you to come into Egypt and invade their territories more. Exactly, exactly. Just ask me why you're here. American, yeah, black Americans, we're three dark-skinned black men, so off top, you're assuming these guys are African from somewhere. Exactly. Indigenous mean African. So once they find, okay, you're American, it's like, oh, it's still welcome. Bring your money. Yeah, they, and they start, they start all haggling like money. They just start, man, when I was by on the pyramids, when I went by the, um, in, G, in Giza, by the Giza pyramids, man, little kids all touching my pocket. I'm like, yo, 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 got to make sure you have a book bag for that because, yo, they all touching your pockets. And it's like the locals, the olders are telling the little kids, like little kids, maybe six, seven years old, that's selling things. They'll touch your pocket because their hands are so small and so thin. They'll touch your pocket and start pickpocketing you. I felt one kid trying to go in my pocket. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? Get away. Get away. Stop. And you know, they little wow. kids. They little kids, so you're not going to like hit them or nothing. Like, you're like, yo, stop and laugh at it. Like, yo, it's funny to you, but to them, it's they're serious. That's the way they live. Because Correct. imagine someone 25 years old is sending you out there to go get some money to pickpocket. Pickpocket is big in Egypt. That's a big thing because tourists come there, so they're just pocketing tourists. people. It's big in a lot of countries, but yeah, a lot of these countries, remember, their main source of income is tourism. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a pandemic has come there. It's like, wow, you took away all our resources. Exactly. I can't hustle my car as a cab. I can't sell my handmade trinkets on the street. I can't yeah. sell oranges and fruit. So it's like nobody, nobody locals buying this. They gonna get it themselves. So this, I understand it. I understand the mind frame of it. I can't say, hey, you know, stop it. But I get it. If you go to Paris, you watch the Eiffel Tower, you may get pickpocketed. Hmm. Yeah, because I went to a lot of countries. Yeah, that's a fact, yeah, especially a when it's third world. Americans by the Apple Tower selling like the scarves and the and the and the, and the like the keychains. Yeah, correct. They correct. migrate there and they live and they live they live near the Eiffel Tower. Well, not not near there, but that's where they hustle out of. They hustle because of tourism. Because the tourists are there, it makes sense. And a lot of people go there, especially like from Ghana, not from Ghana, um, from from Congo, because remember they're a French speaking country. They're a French speaking country. Right. And they're colonized by the French, so they go there. It's easy for them to go there as well. I went into Africa around July, and the states was already locked down. All this COVID stuff, and I'm like, you know what? I because I, you know, I'm a promoter, so I'm like, you know, what? I could do promotion and send an email blast, a text blast through my cell phone and through my laptop. I might as well stay here because my <laughs> my Airbnb is only five dollars. As long as I got internet, I'm good. So from Egypt, I went from Egypt down to Ethiopia, went down south, and Ethiopia went straight to um, we call that Tanzania. Tanzania was the most amazing place, man. Not just beside the ladies, the beaches, the people are friendly there, and they love Americans. It's just, it's just amazing. Then from there, I went straight into Kenya, went straight up north. I'm like, all right, I'm not done. Let me go into Rwanda. Went to Rwanda, 
Then I went to Congo. Huh. Congo is dangerous, man. Stay away from Congo. Yeah, those people, they don't play. Congo is dangerous. Like, see where I'm running my earrings now? Took all that stuff off. You got to fit in. Because you don't go you don't go to Rome. You bet if you go to Rome, you act like a Roman. You know what I mean? Because when you go to these places, you want to fit in because you don't want to be signal. ah, that's a tourist. Let's go get them. You know what I mean? And especially these places where I'm traveling like a local. I'm not traveling with security. I'm traveling by myself. So from there, I went down to Rwanda. Rwanda's most depressing country ever, man. I say depressing because I don't know if you guys heard the movie Hotel Rwanda. That's I'm real genocide. Yeah, they genocide. Like genocide, genocide, man. I'm 37 years old. Shh, don't tell anybody. 37 years old, but you won't see nobody 50 plus and older there because a lot of them are killed or dead. They was just killing. Imagine knowing that your own parents is dead. So that whole generation that's our age now, that's the only generation that you see around there. And they look so... You know how we all happy? We got that glow over there. They look like, damn. They look down, depressed. It's a very beautiful country, but very depressed. Like I said, when I went to Egypt, I mean, when I went to Africa for the seven months, I went to 12 countries from there. I went to 12 different countries. Because I was like, you know what? The flights when you're in Africa is cheap. A lot of people think getting to Africa is expensive. Nah, you can find a flight, a direct flight from JFK to Kenya for like $385 one way. And then from there, you just travel around the country. It's like when you go to Asia. When you go into Asia, it's so cheap. Yeah. You bounce around. Exactly. And then you just you cut through the borders. Place, if you have to pick one country out of your amazing journey of your life to go back just to spend a, a week of mm -hmm. pure happiness, pure blissfulness, pure enjoyment, <laughs> like where you like, oh, I feel like I'm home. Yes. But not in that home. What country would that be? I'm just, I'm just Tanzania. curious. Tanzania from the rip. Tanzania. It has so many different things. Tanzania from the beach because the coastal is Tan beautiful. Tanzania, yeah. Um, Tanzania. Tanzania. I, some people say like tomato, tomato. I say Tanzania. Yeah. Tanzania. Some people say the Tanzania. Locals say, yeah, locals say it that way. Americans say Tanzania. Exactly. Wow. So, for example, if you stay on the coastal, it's all beautiful beaches. They got Zanzibar, this famous beach on um, the famous island that's out there. And then when you go yeah. in mainland, they got Kilimanjaro. You could go on Kilimanjaro. They got Arusha. They got good food. And it's cheap out there. It's real cheap. And they speak English. They speak a little bit English. Their main language is um Swahili. They speak Swahili. But then you could go, you know, a lot of them, a lot of the youngins, because, you know, social media is making them, everybody speaks English as well. Everybody thing is connected through social media, yeah. especially like through TikTok and Instagram and Snapchat. But Tanzania, it's amazing, man. It's, I would live, I would actually would live there. I like to buy property out there. Whew. Well, let me ask you a question. So let's say, um, you know, because a lot of a lot of our travel peers, you know, on the show, what these are my travel peers, my travel family. Yeah. Watch. They may say to themselves like, "Hey, so if I was in Tanz Tanzania or Tanzania for a week, could you get by on a week out there for five hundred dollars?" Of course, you don't even need five hundred dollars. Need less. The the whole. All right. For example, when when you go on Airbnb, I use Airbnb. The whole. For the Airbnb, it's only $15 a night for a nice, a nice, let's see, a nice apartment. You can get a nice apartment like $15 a night, $10 a night. If you want to go cheaper, you can do $5 a night for like a, um, for a hostel. But yeah, it's, it's cheap out there. If you want to do a nice little hotel on the beach, you spend like $30 a day. So $30 a day times what, seven? That's uh, 21, $210. That's nothing. And the food is cheap there. Well, I think we need to go to Tanzania, Smalls, and 
Nah, how you was out you go there, you were gonna love it. You, you go there. Have, you, as our tour guide, you could be our tour guide. You can show us. Yeah, I'll, de- I'll definitely go back to Tanzania because right now they should have had direct flight. But what I'll do is fly from JFK to Kenya, and then you could just you could drive because I rent cars every time in these countries I go. I usually rent cars. I rent my own car because I like to travel. I would like to be like I want to fit in. You know, I have my international license, but you don't need an international license. You just show your passport. You have your passport. You have your regular driver's license, and you just rent a car. As long as you have a credit card, rent a car. And you're good to go. And I have best thing is to use is Waze and Google Maps. Because sometimes Google Maps will work more better. Yeah. You must have He's a Waze guy. He's a yeah. guy. Yeah, man. Love the Waze. I use Google Maps in some countries. But yes, I do use Waze a lot because Waze has expanded over the years. Exactly. Google, Google, Google Maps is also great in other countries for public transportation, walking, and bicycles. So if you have a bicycle, Google Maps works. Waze doesn't. Public and transportation, a- Google Maps has it. Waze doesn't. And I'll tell you guys one thing, you know, my best experience, even though it wasn't a good experience, is escaping Rwanda. <laughs> That's a long story because I had to escape Rwanda because when I went there, you know, and right now Africa is taking advantage of the COVID situation. They're taking advantage of the testing because each country you go to, when you come in and go out, they want they want money. Because when I went to Rwanda, Rwanda was charging 100 American dollars to get out. The, um, to, well, as soon as you land, you got to pay the $100. Um, you gotta take the COVID test. They make you go into the uh designated hotel that they give you. So, and the hotels are expensive. And like I said, I'm traveling on a budget. I'm like, damn, this thing's adding up in Rwanda. So, I paid a hundred dollars for the COVID test, even though in the states it's free. Paid a hundred dollars, but I get it. That's the way how they're making their money to stay to stay relevant. So, I paid a hundred dollars to get into the country, and I said, all right. They gave me the test first, but I didn't. When I was leaving to get out. They gave me the test first. Like they make you go. They someone come to your hotel. They give you the test. They stick. They stick it on. Um, swap up your nose. They give you the test, but they didn't charge me. So you know, I was being cheap. I tried to get around it, so I didn't pay it. So when I was trying to leave out the country, like nah, nah, nah. You don't. You didn't take the COVID test. So you gotta take the COVID test. So I'm like nah. And then when I say, you know what, I'm not taking it. They said, okay, you're going to be had to quarantine for 14 days. And this was during New Year's Eve time. I didn't want to stay in New Year's Eve in um, Rwanda because it's the country's very strict. And they was on lockdown, like 7 o'clock curfew. I'm like, nah, I got to get out of here. I just went to the country just for the experience. So, you know, I try yeah. to, I try to, you know, let's see. A lot of people going to see this, but I tried. To, nah, I'm not going to say that. Um, I tried to play with the COVID you test. You tried to hustle them. <laughs> nah, nah, I tried to play with the COVID test. <laughs> I tried to play with the COVID test. <laughs> try to Photoshop it. So I went down to the border. So I was going to the border. I, I rented a car. I was going to leave the car. There. I told the guy, I'm going to leave the car here at the border from the border into Tanzania, back to, into Tanzania. So they, I'll try to go out there. They're like, nah, they, they red flagged me. They on my passport. They red flagged me. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> they red flagged me saying, yeah, he has to be quarantined because they put it on the system, on their system. When you, when they scan your um, passport, they're like, nah, they red flagged me. I'm like, shit. So what I did was, you know, pay some local guys because you see them going back and forth through the border, through the trees. I'm like, oh shit. So I took my little suitcases. You may see it on my Instagram. I took my suitcases, cutting through the trees and everything like that, cutting through the forest because it's a river that separates from Tanzania and Rwanda. So I cut through it, lifted up my bags. You know, I had my suitcase and cut through the river, went to Tanzania border. And the way they get around over there is through motorcycles. So you'll see I took a picture with a motorcycle. I'm holding my bags, my suitcases, my big suitcases, and the motorcycle guy just riding me through. It's like you got to go through roads, like dirt roads, just to go into the main road. And yeah, man. So right now, like, I just left. I just had to leave the country, man, because they wasn't letting me leave, and they wanted me to. Because I know why they wasn't letting me leave. 
They wanted me to pay. And I, they said, oh, I was positive for COVID. I'm like, yo, I just came here 13 days ago. Like, I spent like a week there. I was ready to go. I was like, yeah. I was like, yo, I just came here and I was negative. Y'all said I was negative. Now I'm ready to go. Y'all saying positive? Like, come on. Let's not play wow. these games. Yeah, be careful. Like, yeah, 50, that's what I still for. 50 years from now, I'm always going to remember that. You know, I got the videos and pictures to remember. Because right now, you'll I'm see. I'm remember that, too. If I show you, I could get my passport right now. I'll show you my passport. It'll say entry, but you won't see nothing that says so, depart. So right you're still there on their system. <laughs> yeah, in this system, they think I'm still there. In this system, yeah, they think I'm still this there. This guy's MacGyver. You're the first black MacGyver. <laughs> listen, listen, I won't listen, say listen, that, but... We have to, do. We, we we have to, have yeah. to bring you back again because we need to do a follow-up interview with you. Only yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. A story like that is a story that people really want to hear. Not to mention... Unfortunately, in travel, you don't see too many black men traveling abroad. That's a fact. You see a sprinkle of us, but not a not not not. But right here, it's three of us. We've all been to fifty plus countries. That's that's kind of heard of. People don't really see that. But we appreciate each and every one of you guys for tuning in. As always, tell a friend to tell a friend. Make sure you subscribe, follow, talk about us, whether good or bad. And of course, big round of applause for today's travel co-pilot, Mister Single Travelers. Appreciate it. Thank you for coming out with a dope story, a dope journey, and we're going to continue that journey, people. But until that time comes again, be sure to pack, set, go. Be, be ready to travel on a moment's notice, people. Most importantly, fly, fly, fly. Fly far, fly often, and most importantly, fly to you can't fly anymore. Exactly. Big fans. Mm-hmm. Mm. So be sure now to subscribe, follow, and tell everybody about us. We're on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, uh, Facebook. It's real simple. The Lifestyle Brothers. I only put those four together because I saved the best for last, which is my favorite, Mr. Goons Tool. It's www.thelifestylebrothers.com. Thank you for your support. It keeps us motivated to keep doing what we do. Find out more about us. You can catch us at www.thelifestylebrothers.com. On Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, you can find us at the same name, The Lifestyle Brothers. And if you want to find some dope cinematic shots, bloopers, travel rails, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Lifestyle Brothers. Once again, on behalf of Goon and myself, we thank you.